Hello and welcome back to Three Things with JR. I'm JR. It's episode 83. The 83rd episode, roughly. There have been some bonus episodes in there, but it's basically the third episode of season three of this show. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about this show and driving up listenership. That's a, I'm thanking you in advance because I know most of you have not done that based on the listenership numbers uh, I see each week. So thanks in advance for sharing out the word, sharing this podcast with uh, your friends and family and anybody you know. I think it's uh, I think it's an interesting show for anybody, not just people that know me personally. So there you go. Uh, I want to start off with a little bit of news. Uh, the band Big, which is the current name for the band I am in, is uh, is thinking about a rebranding a little bit. We've already done it once uh, to uh, almost zero success, maybe maybe even negative success. Uh, the band's name was Big, B-I-G with an exclamation point, when we uh, first formed the band and put our music out, recorded it, recorded uh, recorded music and put it out on Spotify. And that's when we found out that the word big is a horrible band name. If you want people to find your music by searching for your band name. And if you go on Spotify or any of the other music streaming services and search for simply the word big, good luck finding our album cleverly titled Small. It's impossible. You, it's just next. It's really, it's, you can't do it. You're going to find a thousand other things on your Spotify search results before you find the band big. And that's not an exaggeration. It was horrible. So we decided to make the band big, the name of the band big, the band big, all one word. And, uh, and now the results, when I tell people, Hey, I'm in a band and they say, Oh, cool. What's your band's name? I tell them it's, too, it's the band big. And they're like, uh, what? Huh? And I have to explain what it is and why it's named that and that it, at least it has the benefit of being able to be found. If you search for the band big, all one word, you will find the one song we have released under that band name. And as we've talked about on previous uh, podcast episodes, it's we can't just quickly switch over all the old music under the the original band's name of big over to the band big because of copyrights and digital man rights management drm it's a thing google it uh you know it, it, the web the internet needs to know who to credit this music to and the internet now knows all those original songs on the album small go with big and not the band big so we're gonna as we've mentioned here on the show gonna go in and sort of re-record all those songs and put them out and luckily we haven't done that yet so uh we, they're not all available into the world uh, under the band big because that's all it's just sucks as a name it's no fun to say it's no fun to explain it to people and it just doesn't make much sense so we have pretty sure we've come up with our new name and it will be searchable Search engine optimization is a thing. Uh, we've uh, we think we've got a much better band name. We've searched for it and haven't found any other bands with this name. And uh, we're busy right now, like getting the website for it, redoing our website, and uh, rebranding the band big under a new name. 
And I don't know if I'm going to tell you the new name yet because it's not 100% inked. It's not the deal isn't 100% done. It's got to be all finished and there's no music under the new band's name yet. But, uh, you know, to be fair, it's uh, it's a it's a process. And uh, I will tell you that the name is inspired by one of my favorite TV shows, Letterkenny. If we have any Letterkenny fans out there, then uh, then you might you might recognize the inspiration for the band name. And to be fair, there's not a ton uh, of Letterkenny fans out there. It's this weird Canadian funny show that is odd for sure. Um, you know, but to be fair, it is hilarious. So I highly recommend checking out the show Letterkenny. Uh, there's a, I'm going to throw some letter Kenny audio on the end of this show as a little bonus. If you keep listening past the, uh, the last song there, which, uh, will pretty much give away the name that we've come up with, but we did come up with an interesting way to spell it and all of that. So hopefully, uh, it will be the, 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 the band bigs music will now become a little bit more easy to find. And, uh, hopefully we don't have to explain our stupid band name. So there you go. And, uh, you know, the, finding our music on Spotify, there's so many artists available on all of the streaming platforms, uh, including Spotify. Uh, but there's just a few less artists available there now due to some recent controversy with Neil Young and Joe Rogan and all of that. So maybe with artists leaving places like Spotify, our music will be more easy to find. I don't know. It's a reach. That's supposed. That's a horrible segue into the three thing topic of the day. Uh, now I got two things in front of me that I've been writing o- over the last couple days, and uh, one of them is about a job I used to have at a movie theater, and I've got that all kind of written up and ready to talk to you about because it was a really fun job. But I'm looking at it here, and I'm thinking that this other stuff that I wrote about is more topical and important. And so today's three things are going to be all about Neil Young, Spotify, and Joe Rogan. Let's get into it here. Thing number one, Joe Rogan. Now, first and foremost, I applaud Joe Rogan's ability to create a show and do and say whatever he wants on that show and get paid quite handsomely for it. When I heard that he was taking his show to Spotify, that Spotify was giving him quite the deal for exclusive rights to the Joe Rogan show, I uh, big big shout out to Joe Rogan for being able to create something that that many people want to listen to, that it's that attractive for a company like Spotify to go out and get it. You know, Spotify has been available for years with music, and now it's getting heavily into podcasting, and it bought Joe Rogan's show to boost its podcast listenership. Because if you listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, there's a chance you might listen to other podcasts, and I think Spotify would like it if you do that on Spotify. So that's why they got Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan has millions and millions of of fans. Uh, his show caters to uh, comedians. He's a comic. He's a comic. Uh, it caters to MMA people. He's into that. It caters to just the entertainment world. He interviews all sorts of celebrities and such. And uh, so he's built quite the quite the show. And good for him. I think it's awesome. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm shoot or aiming to be Joe Rogan, but you know, I am creating a podcast here that I want people to listen to, and he did it. So good for him. I've tried listening to Joe Rogan's podcast 
And I have heard an interview or two that were compelling. A friend from work was telling me, no, man, you got to listen to Joe Rogan. Check out this one interview with this guy. And I forget the details, but it was a um, it was a, a guy talking about his experience in, in working in the world of um, racism and things like that. And uh, so... He uh, that interview was pretty good. I'll give it to Joe Rogan. Uh, he didn't uh, screw up that interview, but I have mostly found anything else I've listened to has been annoying. I find Joe Rogan to be kind of full of himself and not really that great an interviewer. His questions are usually kind of weird, and it's uh, almost always an excuse for him to talk about himself. And they are long. Like, I do enjoy a long-form interview, right? Howard Stern's been doing long-form interviews with, uh, with famous people for a long time. But they're good, because Howard's a really good interviewer. So just because these interviews are long does not mean they are great. I've even tried listening to Joe Rogan when he's interviewing people I really like. Like there's a, a few comedians who are not yet A-listers, right, that I really like. I listen to their podcast. I know a lot about them. So I tuned in to Joe Rogan's show because those people were on it. And after about 10 or 20 minutes, I I found that somehow Joe Rogan was making my favorite comedians even less interesting to me. And, you know, they do his show because of the wide reach, but, but who all is he reaching? I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, so his interviews and his content of his show has n done nothing to make me interested in listening to more of his show. And, you know, as a podcaster, I have not shied away from interviewing people on my show that I do not agree with at all. Uh, I've had former pastors of churches I used to go to back when I used to go to church on the show just because I thought they were interesting people and wanted to talk to them. And I'm happy to really to talk to anybody, uh, even though I might fully and 100% disagree with them like on most things, which was certainly the case with Dean Farrell when I interviewed him last year. Uh, my dad and I hardly agree on anything. I've had him on the show many times. Uh, it's... Um, you know, it's it's kind of fun, actually, to talk to people who have differing views and to get that out there. And uh, I mean, nobody ends up changing anybody's mind or anything like that. But even if they're flat out wrong, I'll have them on the show uh, because for me, it's entertainment. It's uh, this is not journalism, just like Joe Rogan. Uh, he's totally optional. Spotify finds enough value in him to stick with him through all of this. And uh, I'm fine with that because uh, I, now I do know I have listened to uh, a uh, the Wall Street Journal's podcast uh, all about this whole Neil Young, uh, Joe Rogan, Spotify controversy. And so I'm pretty well versed in what happened. He had this. Uh, you know, he's talked about taking ivermectin when he got covid. He's interviewed a doctor who's got tons of views on vaccines that are totally uh, according to the scientific community, incorrect. So misinformation. And at this weird time we're in, when vaccine misinformation could prolong the pandemic, it's not cool to necessarily be promoting that. And I agree with that idea. I, I wish that wasn't happening. But he's got every right to do it. And I have every, have every right to not listen to it. And so so that's my sort of my deal on Joe Rogan. I don't listen to his show because I don't like it, for one. And the fact that he is uh, promoting misinformation about COVID and the vaccines and such 
doesn't change my mind at all. I already don't listen to him because I find him a bit of a blowhard. All right, we'll take a quick, short break and be right back to talk about thing number two, Neil Young. Nothing I can say Change your mind and stay So I'll see you later today And we're back, and it's thing two, Neil Young, the other side of this equation. As for he, Neil Young, I I like his music just fine. Uh, I've I've listened to him for years. I'm not what you would call a uh, a big Neil Young fan. I don't idolize him like so many people do. Uh, when I remember really sort of tuning into his stuff was when he had like a video on MTV where he talks about not being a shill or a corporate shill or, uh, you know, he doesn't sing for Pepsi or Coke, right? That's what that was really. I mean, I knew of him before that, but that was really my introduction to the world of Neil Young. Uh, and so he has always been idealistic uh, and very, uh, very set in his, uh, you know, very, he really sticks up for what he believes in and he's not afraid to uh, alienate people. He doesn't really care if you like him or not, which is great. Uh, you know, I, I do like the hits of his, but I've never really taken a deep dive on his music. Uh, I love the fact that he stands up for what he believes in because he is a famous musician. He has, he, uh, he has the people's ear. He is influential. And, uh, there are people that really care deeply about his art. Uh, I love that he cares deeply about his art and the environment and the quality of music, right? That was a big issue for him with internet music and streaming was, uh, to make sure that the music you're listening to is of good quality, right? He would probably prefer that you listen to his music on vinyl, but if you're going to listen to it uh, on the internet or using digital music, there's high-res music available on his website. He created a high-res music player called the Pono. Like He's all about making sure you get to listen to music in the best ways possible, and I think that's awesome. His, uh, he's clearly got thoughts on the environment. He drives an electric car. I think he's a vegan. I don't know. I think I've heard that about him, but I've never heard him say anything I disagree with, right? Like, I can't really have any fault with Neil Young's perspective on this. But mostly, he's just not on my radar any more than Joe Rogan is, right? I'm not exactly a fan. I'm not, you know, I'm not big. I'm not a big Neil Young guy uh, is where I'm coming at with this. So I applaud Neil Young for taking a stand, going public with his beliefs and his convictions and his his willingness to give up whatever royalties he might earn from Spotify, and I just heard the collective laughing of anybody out there who's familiar with how much money musicians get from Spotify. However, it may not be as much as it should be, but according to Neil Young, it will be a significant hit to his income from streaming to not have his music on Spotify. I'm sure his label and his management were not thrilled to, to have to do this, but because he's Neil Young, they certainly did. Uh, but just know it's he, it's he's not giving up pennies or dollars. He's giving up lots and lots of pennies and dollars to not have his music on Spotify. And he's exercising his right to free speech and uh, and making his music available only elsewhere because Joe Rogan has an exclusive deal with Spotify. So it's basically listen to Neil Young anywhere but Spotify is what Neil Young wants you to do. And if you go on his website, he does. Uh, 
He does talk more and more about this. He's got uh, he he has posts letters from fans that he then responds to and puts them on his website. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, so I like Neil Young just fine, and I have no problem. <clears throat> I have no problem with Neil Young's decision to take his music down off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan and all of that. So there you go. Thing number three, Spotify, the third player in this game here. Now, I'll talk first about my relationship with Spotify. Uh, first off, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, this podcast I record, I record it and upload it, and it's hosted for free by a website called Anchor, who I honestly didn't know it at the time, but when I started this podcast, I think it had maybe just been or was about to be purchased by Spotify, and clearly now, Anchor is owned by Spotify. So any money I might ever get from doing this podcast, which has not been a lot of money because I don't have a lot of listeners, but all of that money comes directly from Spotify and Anchor. So take that for what you will. I would, uh, you know, if I hosted my podcast elsewhere, I would be saying the exact same thing right now uh, as I am on Spotify. I'm not uh, telling you, I'm not about to explain my love for Spotify because this podcast is on Spotify. I loved Spotify well before I was even into the world of podcasting since when they came out at about 2006, when it was still kind of a beta thing. I have been listening to Spotify. It has been enhancing my life since about 2006. I subscribed as soon as you could subscribe. Uh, I got out of the free stuff and into the I'm going to pay Spotify world. And as a result, I don't have any commercials. I get to listen to whatever songs I want in whatever order I want them in. And, you know, it's pretty great. Uh, it also has become the place where I listen to podcasts uh, rather than Apple Podcasts or Google or anywhere else. Uh, I listen to podcasts on Spotify. It's like my one-stop shop for anything I want to listen to. I don't really listen to much of Joe Rogan's, but it's where all the other shows I listen to are. When I first got Spotify, it was life-changing, despite the fact that many of my favorite bands weren't on Spotify. Like Metallica, The Beatles, Bob Seger, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd. Those were not available on Spotify for a long time. And I still loved Spotify despite that because most of the other bands I listened to were available on Spotify. When I first got it, I realized what we could do. And when I was on road trips with my family, we would play what I called the Spotify game. It was my wife, my ex-wife now, but my wife and my two kids and me in the vehicle. And we would just go around the vehicle each person choosing the next song to play. Rather than me, the driver, always dictating what music gets played, I wanted to open it up and allow each person to express their musical preferences by playing the entire family their favorite songs. And usually we would talk about why each song was important to us or why we wanted to play it or why it was funny or why we thought of playing it right then. And it was a way for us as a family to uh, to grow together. And one of the rules we had was you always had to respect each other's musical choices. You had to actually listen to the song and be willing to discuss it and things like that. So music on Spotify has enhanced my life for the better ever since it was a thing. And slowly over time, these bands that were not on Spotify jumped in uh, in one way or another, usually with a big splash. So Metallica is now on Spotify. Uh, the Beatles, the whole Beatles catalog is now available on Spotify. Uh, Led Zeppelin 
now available on Spotify. Pink Floyd did a really cool thing when they uh, were finally willing to allow their music to be streamed on Spotify. They they started off by allowing one song to be Spotify or to be streamed on Spotify. Wish you were here. And as soon as that song got to one million streams, boom, a flip. A th- a switch was flipped, and then you could be. Uh, they would launch all of their other music, uh, and it only took like a couple days uh, to get to a million plays. Uh, as word got out and people became aware, uh, people did what I did, which was uh, on their home computer. Uh, they hit play and repeat on "Wish You Were Here" and just let it go all day. Let's get that number up. Um, but yeah, all these all these artists uh, are now on Spotify. Bob Seger was a holdout for a long time. His reasoning was because he didn't want you to be able to just listen to one song. Uh, And, you know, he recorded albums that were uh, an entire concept from start to finish. And he wanted you to to get the entire album, not just one song. You could choose to listen to one song once you had the album, obviously. But he really wanted you to think uh, to, to know the entire creation. So Bob Seger took a while, but all of his stuff is now available for streaming on Spotify. So that, that made me happy. Uh, and pretty much there's no holdouts now. For the bands I want to listen to, everything I want to hear is on Spotify with very little exception to that rule. So, heck, even my own band, my own podcast, it's all available on Spotify. It, Spotify is what wakes me up in the morning. It fills my workday with music. My commute is made more enjoyable because I can listen to whatever I want. The news, music, a musical, a soundtrack, uh, an original cast recording, a podcast about anything and everything. It's all there at the touch of a finger. And um, I pay for it all. I've been spending money on Spotify, more money than I ever would have spent buying CDs, which, I mean, I used to do back when CDs were the way you listen to music. But I wasn't buying like a CD a month, which is about what I spend on Spotify. I spend $15 for the family plan so that me and my girlfriend and devices that I have, we can all listen to Spotify wherever we want to. So I spend about 15 bucks a month on Spotify, which would be a CD a month since 2006-ish. And I would happily spend twice that much on Spotify. That's how important it is to me. Uh, and I would spend more, even if, especially if I knew it was going to be going more towards artists. I do wish Spotify would pay artists more money for their streaming, but you know, that's I don't really have any control over that. I know lots of artists are uh, annoyed at how little Spotify pays, but you know, the music's available, and if enough people listen, you will make some money from from Spotify and other streaming platforms. So, again, I'd gladly, happily pay more for Spotify to give more to artists. So, so yeah, is it perfect? Is it exactly the way I would do it if I was running a uh, Spotify or another music streaming service? No, I would make sure that the artists get paid and, uh, and that everybody's happy. Although that's never possible. You're not going to make everybody's happy. Anyway, uh, I don't think this whole Joe Rogan thing and the misinformation he is spreading, I, I really don't think... It's going to have a significant impact on the longevity or the potency of the pandemic. I think it's a blip made to be an even bigger blip because of Neil Young at the moment. I also don't think Neil Young will make a dent the other way either. It's another blip. 
So it, it's it's getting a little bit more airtime and it's getting talked about, but I don't think it's going to make a bigger difference. Most people out there have decided if they're getting vaccinated or not. And this, if Joe Rogan is the reason you're not getting vaccinated or Neil Young is the reason you are getting vaccinated, that's kind of weird because neither of those people are scientists or doctors or anything like that. I made my vaccination decision based on talking to people I trusted in the scientific community, uh, doctors, things like that. Uh, and so that's how I decided to get vaxxed and boosted and uh, quite happy I did. Uh, I will say this, if uh, and there's already a few musicians following in Neil Young's footsteps here and removing their music from Spotify. I know of uh, Nils Lofgren and somebody else, I forget who. Uh, but if, uh, if there's enough musicians that join the Spotify boycott, it will be super annoying to me. I would really prefer that to not happen. However, there are plenty of other ways to enjoy music, and if it looks like it's a long-term split with a bunch of musicians I need to be able to listen to and Spotify, I will go to another music streaming service. I already subscribe to other music streaming services, so, I mean, I'll get over it. It's not the end of the world, uh, and... I think it's uh, I think it's great that Joe Rogan has his platform, that Neil Young has freedom of speech like the rest of us, and that Spotify makes all of it available and makes my life better. Uh, however, I, I think the world would be I think However, I do think that with Neil Young pulling his music and any other musician that follows in his footsteps, I think that the uh, I think this would make it worse. For, the, uh, for society as a whole, if we start to lose availability to music on our preferred platform. I think music should be as available as it possibly can be. Music makes the world a better place. It makes people feel better, and it brings people together. It's the magic of music. It's why I am a musician. It's why I can play music and listen to music. It's, I can't imagine my life without music. And as uh, as I'm not being super eloquent as I say that, so I'm going to go to Neil Young's website where a Neil Young fan wrote in and Neil responded. Uh, and this and this this writer, this listener, this Neil Young fan basically said it way better than I could. Uh, so this is posted on Neil Young's website uh, on January 29th, 2022. Uh, Neil, I am fully vaxxed and boosted. I wear a mask when I go out, which is not often. I believe in science and abhor anyone who spreads vaccine misinformation like Joe Rogan. I am also asking you to reconsider pulling your music from Spotify. Your music is important to me and has helped me make sense of the world for 40 years. I started listening in high school and am now 58. It's been particularly comforting during these strange COVID times. I have purchased tickets to your concerts, vinyl, cassettes, CDs, and now, for a variety of reasons, listen primarily on Spotify. Not having access to your music would make my life that much sadder at a time when we need less sadness in the world. I love you. Please reconsider TJ Johnson, farmer, teacher, and patriot. I love what TJ Johnson has to say to Neil Young here. Neil Young's response Apple, Cobuzz, Amazon, all serving high res, easy to move from Spotify and take your playlists with song shift. 
CNYA, which is Neil Young Archives, his website, uh, Times, uh, NYA Times Contrarian Front Page. Thanks, love Earth, be well, Neil Young, songwriter, learner, citizen of Canada and the U.S. So nothing wrong with Neil's response. Uh, he is helping TJ maybe determine another music service that he can go listen to whatever he wants to listen to on, and that's fine. Uh, Apple Music is great. Cobuzz, uh, Tidal, these are high-res music services. Amazon, high-res music, it's all out there. There are other ways to do it. And uh, I have zero plans to jump ship from the Spotify world anytime soon. Uh, I think uh, I think there's room for all of us, uh, including misinformation. You know, uh, before Spotify, Joe Rogan's show was uh, big time on YouTube, and that was like primarily how people listened. And I I didn't I don't remember Neil Young boycotting YouTube because Joe Rogan was on it. Maybe maybe it happened and I don't remember, but. You know, there's other platforms uh, where this could apply, and I think it's uh, I think it makes more sense to simply bring people together than add division to the whole thing. So, there. That's my long-winded way of saying this whole Joe Rogan Neil Young thing. It will pass. I predict Neil Young's music will be back on Spotify someday, uh, as this does pass. But uh, I think. Another writer into Neil Young's website suggested that Neil Young go on Joe Rogan's show and have a dialogue about the whole thing. Uh, and Neil Young said uh, in response that Joe Rogan's never reached out. He didn't actually listen to the show that uh, that is the main con uh, show that sparked this controversy with the doctor that he interviewed. You know, Neil Young is basing his opinion on a letter written by the scientific community. So I have no problem with why Neil Young has doing what he's doing, but I do love the idea that Neil Young would go on Joe Rogan and discuss it with Joe Rogan, uh, but I have a feeling that's not going to happen. I think that's the best way to fix this uh, and to uh, to mend fences and to get past it and to bring people together. Uh, at the very least, Neil Young's uh, opinions and thoughts will get potentially uh, out there into the world, into the minds of people who might need it, which are a lot of younger people who might not be super familiar with Neil Young and uh, and haven't heard of his point of view and things like that. So Neil Young could reach an entirely new audience if he uh, if he went on Joe Rogan. I think that's that's what I want to see happen. I want to see them go, those two guys come together. They won't agree. They may not like each other at the end. But uh, an open and frank dialogue and discussion about the whole thing makes a lot of sense to me. I have a feeling in Joe Rogan's, uh, uh, in, you know, thinking about Joe Rogan, I have a feeling he would gladly do that. Uh, and I really hope that he extends an invitation to Neil Young and that Neil Young accepts. So anyway, there you go. Next week, maybe I'll talk about uh, the movie theater I used to work at. But this was uh, top of mind Three things uh, about Joe Rogan, Spotify, and Neil Young. I hope uh, I hope it was helpful to you in making any sense of this whole thing. And I look forward to speaking at you again next week. This is Jr. with Three Things with Jr. Over and out. You have some kind of drinking problem? It's a problem, man. That's alcohol abuse. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, to be fair. Oh, don't say to be fair. I hate when people say to be fair. It sounds like a to be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. It's warm. Still a beer. Well, to be fair. 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 Well, to be fair. 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 To be fair.